advised. Spoiler alert episode. Spoiler. Please be advised. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to a Spoiler Ep 40. It's going to be a, a subject that's similar than to a previous episode. <laughs> this is the first time we've <laughs> talked about a movie twice. <laughs> a movie has been given two private episodes. Yes, it should. It should, as well it should. So, One for each half billion dollars that it's made. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay. So this is a spoiler rep of Star Wars The Force Awakens. For those of you I know who might be stumbling upon this, it's a spoiler rep. So we're going to talk about everything. The ending, key elements, everything that's happened, big plot things holes <laughs> holes um characters and the like so if you have not seen this movie and don't want any of it ruined stop yes. pause go watch it and then come back okay. and listen to this and then we're also going to be adding a healthy dose of rampant speculation on the next couple of <laughs> movies as well <laughs> this, is a, this is a spoiler slash yeah. rampant <laughs> speculation episode we're an executive <laughs> um, uh, yeah we're going to just start a whole new series of episodes called rampant speculation <laughs> Planning uh, future franchises. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, but we have a sponsor. Oh, we do. What? First, what? first episode of the new year. Boom. Bam. Sponsor right out of the gate. Look at that. And uh, a Casper mattress. You mean the mattress I slept you're on still last sleeping night? On. See, look at that. I love these mattresses. Now, you've been on this mattress for a little while now. Still comfortable? I've had it for, what, nine months or so? Mm-hmm. It's, it's even more comfortable. And again, I was just traveling, so... You had a comparison with hotel mattresses. And those are such a roll of the dice. Yeah, they certainly are. Sometimes you get like, oh, that was nice. I was at this one in San Diego. It was a nice hotel mattress. Look at that. Some of them, no. And then like- It's called Motel 6. That's or or (laughs) China. Yes. Or the entire entire country. country (laughs) Well, they like their mattresses firm. Don't kid yourself. Yeah, so you can get up and work. Yes. (laughs) Work wow. fourteen hour days yeah, and read Mao's red book. Yeah, I'd rather be in a factory than sleeping on this hard, uncomfortable. <laughs> exactly, <mattress. laughs> I my body feels better when I'm working. Yes, uh, for the people, for the people. Uh, so yeah, this mattress, the Casper mattress, I cannot recommend it enough. I've talked to people who like uh, Walker who does uh, all the production for the Podfest. He just mm. moved. He's like, I'm thinking of a mattress. I was like, dude. I'm not trying to be like an Amway buddy. You know what I mean? Like one of those guys is like, I know they sponsor us, but listen, they really are good. I was like, I'm not joking. And if you use coupon code CFN, you save 50 bucks. Yeah. (laughs) And they deliver it. Like, how's it get to your house? In a box. They ship it to your house in a box. So they have it like wrapped up. You just cut these straps or whatever uh, it unfolds it takes about an hour sort of like find its shape because it's, it's it almost like an inflatable raft when it like opens up yeah kind of mm-hmm. but it's memory foam oh, so yeah. uh like i have a memory foam travel pillow right who doesn't <laughs> <laughs> and they tell you like don't store it for longer than a couple of weeks because it'll memorize the it'll, squished form so you got to unfold it and let it breathe so i did that with my mattress i let it mm-hmm. after about an hour or two it's fully formed and uh it's a, it's like the genesis of the con movie like the genesis planet <laughs> so your oh, mattress yeah. actually aerated aerated well, it's yes. self-populated <laughs> it's just like yes right the genesis and a whole life form yeah. becomes out of yeah, trees through so uh sleep on your own life form ladies right. and gentlemen Fantastic. uh <laughs> just go to casper.com slash comedy film nerds casper.com slash comedy film nerds use the 
promo code comedy film and get fifty dollars off. Look Why would you pay full price? Here's that makes thing. no sense. Here's a great thing. You have a hundred days to try it out. Yeah. So Dean, if you're like at day ninety five, you're like, you know what, this mattress, this I don't says, like it. Yeah. Shipping is free. What? They'll send it. They'll send you a yeah. thing. You send it back. Okay. So I bought this mattress in Australia from this huckster off the street, like sort of thing. Because <laughs> it's a street of mattresses in this part of the Sydney. Oh yeah, and, the mattress corridor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very famous. Very famous. <laughs> and the guy, like, hey, yeah. hey, we'll get that. Get free shipping. And we're like, oh, okay, we'll buy that one. A guy comes in his half-ton truck and goes, hey, mate, give me that with this. <laughs> like, that's, free, <laughs> free, that's Australian free shipping. Hey, mate. <laughs> yeah, some guy in a pickup just says, come and give him a hand. I don't want to give you a hand. Yeah, that's not the free shipping. <laughs> that's not a, I don't, Get it up in the bedroom. That's no. the whole point of the shipping. No. <laughs> you like, do it. You do it. Yeah, yeah. Ah, you Americans, you think yeah, everything's handed to you. <laughs> so if you don't want to... Uh, even worse, you're Canadian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. So if you don't want to deal with some uh, mattress huckster in uh, yeah. f- Sydney's famous mattress row, uh, <laughs> deal with some weird guy's pickup, right. go to Casper.com. And it, the prices are crazy cheap. 500 for a twin size, 750 for a full size, 850 for queen, and 950 for king, but $50 off with coupon yeah. code. So your, your queen mattress would be, the one I have is a queen, mm-hmm. 800 bucks. Look at that. Done. Code. Done. Shazam. Wow. All right, and, and I did need to make a Genesis reference real quick because I just watched <laughs> Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan. You did? It was on TV. Ah, uh, that movie's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great it's movie. Perfect. The movie's great. He All right, asks me. Ta- he oh my, Ricardo Montalban. So good. Admiral Kirk. He's even good in the original episode, the original Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was young, and when and Shatner gets mad, and like a poor marksman, you keep missing the. Target. He's just taunt, he's taunting Khan. He's so furious. Oh, so funny. It's so great. Awesome. All right, well, let's introduce our guest. And oh, hey. And let's talk about another star movie. Yes, yeah, <laughs> we will that. indeed. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are very happy to have our guest here today because he's difficult to get. He <laughs> um, he um, he lives in Australia now. Right. Uh, however, um, due to inclement weather, he was not able to get to our first spoiler uh, app. Uh, so we are reconnecting with him here in the States, and he's leaving to night so we got him just in time right ladies and gentlemen and you're gonna get to see him in the new x-files x-files um, miniseries thing up yeah ladies and gentlemen dean Hagler. thank you very much ladies and gentlemen great to be here the thing <laughs> it was the yeah. craziest thing oh, that we gosh. like we flew from a other side of the planet yeah. and we made it and you couldn't take an hour flight from sydney you know why a tornado touched down just the other side of the airport like an hour before my flight. Never before has Sydney had a tornado. Tornado touchdown. They canceled all flights, like a lockdown of the airport. And then when it came back on, they basically uh, canceled a bunch of flights and then shoved everybody onto one or two planes getting out of the, out of the city that night. So I got there. No luggage. You know, it was just me and my iPhone. Like, yeah, no, you're not getting out of this. T- you're not getting out tonight, man. Well, I got to get tonight. The thing, it's the, the movie starts at midnight and then at the bar, I got to get there. Mm, start driving. <laughs> wow. That's what he said. Start driving. Start he really driving. said start driving. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Now give me a hand with this magic. Yeah. <laughs> start driving, mate. It was the same yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sort of runs all customer service. <laughs> Some mattress truck guys mattress just truck guy. handling the flights. <laughs> the the controlling. Yeah. yeah, right over there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> That's wow. so funny. So, yeah, I, I have two great disappointments this holiday season. One is missing Star Wars in Melbourne on the opening night and the second is actually seeing Star Wars. Oh, <laughs> oh, all 
right. we're going to get I'm saying? Let's get into it. All right. Okay. So the other thing, another reason why, why Chris and I want to do this is many of you on social media were like, hey, you guys going to do an actual spoiler rep? Because that one from the bar was a lot of fucking around or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, well, how many people were there? I know CJ was there. We had 200 some people in the audience. And then Steele, CJ was there. And then probably four or five other comics that Steele got to come down. Right. It, it was a blast. It's, right, a, it's yeah. a fun show. We did talk about the movie a little bit, but. It's more, it more of a giant fun show. It was yeah. fun fest. The, yeah. the actual a- And you got to stop for laughter from the audience. And, and, and even when that. CJ tried to do some analysis, uh, Steele was like, hey, enough with the cogent analysis. Yeah. <laughs> No, really? That was really yeah. funny. Why is he there then? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, uh, so we, yeah, we decided we'll do another episode, especially with you in town, that right. we can actually go through it. And Chris, you and I have now seen it twice. Yes, we, we've seen we, it twice. We both decided yeah. too. One of the reasons we want to do this episode is, is we're like, let's see it again a week or so after the euphoria. The, the, uh, yeah, the excitement. Right. Flying over there, yeah. jet lagged, midnight screening. You know, people dressed up as things. It's, it's Chewbacca and everything. Yeah, yeah. It I'll, was nuts. I'll, I'll yeah. tell it was you, crazy. When I was watching it the second time, I was actually a little worried. Am I not going to like it as much uh-huh. this time? And I have to say, I liked it even more the second what? time. What I did, I oh my really. Goodness. I had some. Well, let's. I had some questions about the second viewing, okay, but let's good. get into mm-hmm. Dean. Let's. You're the guest. <laughs> so the first time you saw it, what did you think? Uh, well. Sure enough, the hair stands up in the back of your end with the opening Star Wars and the uh-huh. music and all that. Yes. And then you're like, oh, rolling. And then you're going, hey, look at that scene, just like another desert planet. And then, hey, there's another exact scene. And there's another exact scene. And this is a complete photocopy pastiche of the very one I loved so much when I was a kid. And it's like you just basically taken a photocopy of a photocopy and made yourself a movie that I didn't find at all. It's, it made me sadder the longer it went on, actually. Really? Yeah. And I think back now to Sir Alec Guinness's memoirs that he wrote at the end of his life. And he said, wouldn't it be sad? And he stopped promoting Star Wars and Obi-Wan Kenobi because he said, wouldn't it be sad if 30 years from now we're still watching Star Wars? And here we are 30-odd years later, uh-huh. and we're still watching Star Wars. He said it would be the worst thing for our culture. And sure enough, <laughs> why wow, did he say really? that? Yeah, he said that. That was in his memoir. Well, this idea, because the first Star Wars connected to a mythology, and a mythology that was deeply ingrained in our storytelling culture of a knight who saves a damsel from a thing. And like this was like deep Joseph Campbell, yes. Jungian psychology. Hero's journey, for Hero's sure. Journey for sure. And then now we have no other myths. We have nothing else to touch on. This was this was uh, mythological free, I thought, and it was sort of completely devoid of any uh, deeper thought towards any of Joseph Campbell's work or anything like that. And it was it it's it has it's culturally dangerous. This movie and it's stagnating our our mythical storytelling abilities. Wow. All right. That is a that is quite a criticism. <laughs> that is quite a criticism. <laughs> I have some holes in your criticism. <laughs> okay, very good. I want to hear them. Because here's the here's the thing. What? There is a mythology? Yes. Well, yes, yes, there was a lot of like I was going, oh, this is a lot of the new hope. This is a lot of new hope. Right. I will tell you several things. One, I watched a new hope on my VHS between <laughs> my first and second viewing. Oh, really? A new hope is not that great of a movie. I agree. Because if you were to, and after I watched it, my girlfriend and I watched it, and, and we were like, the nostalgia factor was awesome, but, but she brought up a good point. If you had never seen, knew nothing of Star Wars and watched A New Hope now, you'd go, 
Oh boy. Like there's some yeah. cheesy dialogue. Bad there's acting. Bad acting. There's Luke Skywalker like, meh, meh, meh. And Han Solo like, I'm a sexist. And you know, and then Princess Leia like, meh, I'm a sassy princess. And it was just like, <laughs> God damn. Like this is. I agree. And that's. We all saw it as seven year olds. Yes. Right. And I think what happens too with a movie like this is that when you fall in love with it as a kid, and I think this is also true because with the new one, you have a very um, nostalgic view of the film and that time in your life. So what happens is even when you watch it now, critically, you're like, you know, this is not really as good as I remember. Nostalgically, it still gives you that warm and fuzzy. Sure, great but why feeling. did it resonate so deeply? Is because it touched on a larger mythical. For sure, it right? definitely well, did. It, it, everything from it's the a clever retelling to the yeah. both a combination of Western and Eastern philosophies. A lot of huh? Eastern philosophies, and then you also see like uh, you know you can also go back to the Hidden Fortress, the right? you know Kurosawa film that a lot of that was was taken was from based and on. the yeah. Searchers. Yeah, it's yeah, also yeah. a lot was drawn from the Searchers. Right. Now George Lucas didn't just draw one thing. Right. He drew from his growing up like the Searchers and also the fun of watching the Western. When he was a kid, the Saturday matinee, you'd go watch the Cowboys and Indians movie and he did that. As he got older, then he drew on some of the boot like we we've talked about. I mean and and Yoda is Buddha. Absolutely. Right. The, the, the Jedi are samurai. And this is why all of George Lucas's notes were disregarded for this uh, Force Awakens. You know, he has, he, he has nothing to do with this movie. Right. And anything he tried to do, they ignored completely. Yeah, because well, he yeah, did Jar Jar Binks. He did yeah. the prequels. Yeah, so he that's did a, the prequels and sold the he's franchise. He's a war criminal. <laughs> yeah, there's... Um, <laughs> there, that said, he also has a connection to other movies and a, and a past. Well, here's Which the thing. J.J. Abrams, I don't think has. J.J.'s a competent filmmaker, but he's a great cover band. I don't think he can write an original song. But here are the things that were different, though. Is is um, uh, Daisy, what was her character? Uh, Ray. 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 Completely different. Like, she was the badass of the movie. Yeah. She saved, you know, that was funny. And they and he harkened back because uh, Finn would like grab her hand. She goes, why are you grabbing my hand? Yeah, because yeah. back in the 70s, you had to grab the woman's hand and right. help her. Yeah, yeah. But now she's like, no, he, that, she, her, his first introduction to her is her kicking dude's asses and right. then coming after him yeah. because BB-8 goes, that's the dude's, that's, that's my, that's my right. master's but this, coat. This is also uh, the future of action films. And we said this in our podcast, Chill Pack Hollywood Hour, all action films in the future has to have a strong female lead. Otherwise it's going to be dinosaur and they're not. Right. And so all of these female leads now that are action stars have all of that in place. So I don't think that's a testament to J.J. Abrams or, or this writing, it's a testament to the culture that we're in now and the political gender uh, uh, equality, gender politics that right. are in. That has to be in place or otherwise that movie sinks long before anybody compares it to New Hope or anything else. Well, I, I want to address that a little bit. Like, okay. uh, I, I can't argue the fact that it's a lot like New Hope. Of course it is. Sure, and right. I think that was deliberate. But here, here's the thing. I think this movie transcends this. Transcends or a huge this. mistake. <laughs> or a huge yes, mistake. If it wasn't deliberate, then yeah. somebody yeah. forgot everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. then that would have been horrible if, that, if that's actually what happened. Remember that thing uh, I wrote 30 years ago? Yeah. It was a lot like that. I think after... The prequels, everyone felt so burned. It yes. wasn't what Star Wars wanted to be. It wasn't what people remembered Star Wars being. People wanted the Star Wars that they remembered. Right. And I really think that was everything from J.J. Abrams to the studio directive. Give people the Star Wars to that they remember. To practical effects. Yeah, to, to what the, they wanted. The prequels wanted. were all right. fucking green screen yeah. bullshit. Yeah, and they looked, yeah. they looked horrible. So yeah, yeah. I, I really think this 
movie had to um, thread a line between old and new and satisfy the old fans, but also introduce new characters and stories. However, this first movie, while it was very derivative of um, A New Hope, I really think that this is laying the groundwork for the new worlds and franchises that we're going to see Need next. Need I refer us to my chapter in the Comedy Film Nerds <laughs> book about product locomotives. Yes. And how, what a product locomotive looks like when you lay out that engine. And that is you, you have uh, an industrial filmmaking process that lays out, oh, here's a, here's a fun R2 unit. And look at this, see your action. And you're putting all of these elements in Regardless of actually an impassioned storyteller telling a story, you have uh, an industrial, uh, completely competent filmmaker standing there who can handle 15 executives whispering shit in his ear over his shoulder and delivering whatever pastiche he's digging up from the past to, to lay, as you say, the product locomotive, so that all the boxcars of your games right. and mm-hmm. your plush and your Disneyland, they're tearing down yeah. 15 acres of Disneyland to put up the Star Wars theme park. Oh, it's going in Florida, too. It's going to go Star everywhere. Star Wars yeah. grapes. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. put the Star Wars logo on everything. Yes. Yeah, it's BB Great. grapes. Like, Isn't literally. BB grapes? Yeah. Oh, literally, there's a bag of oranges, and they just put Star Wars oranges. I'm not joking. They're yeah. just like. Oh, it's, it's on everything. If you left your kid unattended, they'd put a Star Wars logo on yeah. it and a barcode it's, and sell it. It's weird because. Disney doesn't know anything about marketing. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's really yeah, they're fresh yeah, on they're just, marketing. And, and yeah, I yeah. really think too, like like and, and everything you say, I I can't argue with. But I found it forgivable because I found all that nostalgia, and I liked the new characters. Mm. If all the new characters were boring and like, oh, these are just kind of thrown together. Binks. Yeah, if yeah. they were like, yeah, then yeah. I would have been like, you know what? No, this is this is no good. But. I will say I'm going to be less forgiving with the future movies because now that we've gotten the nostalgia out of the way, right. I want to see new storytelling. Now. And I believe that's what the prequels were very effective in making this, uh, everybody forgiving it so much and everybody loving it is that you crawled out of such a dark hole of depression right. and crap filmmaking that you went, oh my God, something mildly competent, even though it's a complete fucking whatever. Hey man, we love it. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, we're I think glad. so because everyone was so burned by those. The yeah, other yeah. thing I remember when the prequels Prequels came out. I'm sitting in the theater with a buddy of mine when watching the first one, and all these movies had to be was okay. That's, That's all. all they had to be. I know. It was okay, and they were unwatchable. I remember <laughs> my friend going next to me. He was a development executive, and he goes, "This is so boring." <laughs> and I'm thinking, yeah. "I know what I know. happened. Yeah, what happened?" And then you know we got through three of them, and so I think there is part of that um, the mix of being burned and the nostalgia where this movie just kind of hit all the right notes, yeah. even though it didn't hit the deep filmmaking and storytelling. Right. Um, I, I think and, it's it's like everyone's forgiving of the flaws that came along And that's it. because George Lucas was given carte blanche and he had no sounding board and everybody just said yes to him. So he was off up in Marin County. Up in the clouds of Bespin. Clouds, yeah, just writing whatever that came to him. He was up the river with yeah. Yeah. Colonel Kurtz <laughs> yeah, and, and his and, and, Army. Yeah. And apparently that original New Hope script was 167 pages long. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. And it was like, it had all of that trade agreement and embargoes and all that stuff that was in the prequel. So all he did was dug up his script that then was 30 years the old. The outtakes. The outtakes that all the executives said, well, let's just well, get now, to he, the good he part. He originally planned three trilogies. He you did. Know, now that was, it was the, that's why episode four, New Hope, was the one that started. Right. And then, uh, you know, when he did the prequels, 
after that, it was kind of done. He's like, he, he didn't want to make any more, yeah. and no one wanted him to make any more. But there must have been some kind of outline or ideas for the next three. That yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if had, any of that went to Disney or if all that got thrown away and they well, started he, from scratch. There is an re- interview where he said, I look forward to doing one where all the actors I'm working with now have all grown old, and they, uh, they're playing their age. So he had already a plan for... Han Solo mm-hmm. and Luke Skywalker to be their actual age and be still in the universe of the Star Wars thing. So that could have been a plan all along. I want to get back though to the okay. to the Alec Guinness like quote. oh quote and you know there's no new stories. I I, I disagree with that. Or at least I, that's not what I saw. Okay. In this movie, the the movie is called A Force Awakens. Right. And it's about uh, and Finn's character is the best character for that. And this is why I'm. I, this is why I was okay with some of the rebooting, but because this was so new. We've never met a stormtrooper. Right. We never got a backstory on one. We've never seen one without their helmet on. Right. That's the true. The only person face in a stormtrooper uniform that we saw was Han and Luke. Right, right. They're the ones that could take off the helmet. Yeah. That was the only ones we And then ever... we found out they were clones. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wait a so, second. So... That was intriguing to me, and it's that thing that the big bad guy, I refer to him as Voldemort, Voldemort or whatever, <laughs> yeah. the, the supreme evil guy who yeah, just yeah. hologrammed his way into that, into that room. Which is Gollum. You know, that's Andy Serkis yeah. doing okay. that. Yeah, that we, we, we were talking about it on the, uh, the, the first spoiler ep. Is like, well, any character actor, you just go, is that Andy Serkis? Yeah, is yeah, that Andy Serkis? Is that Andy Serkis? Yeah. So what to me... The title of the movie and what we are seeing is um, The Force Awakening. So goodness in people is wakening up. Now, you can argue that what we've been having in on our planet the last 10 years or so is an awakening of, of sorts. Mm-hmm. Old business model, old politics is butting up against... New ways of thinking. Right. New economies are being born. Airbnb, Uber, what we're podcasting is Mm -hmm. all new. And then you see the, like, you know, the oil companies. I mean, George Miller uh, did this in the Mad Max Fury Road. Oil companies, you know, the, the Trump people who are just scared old white people who think you know, every year there's this war on Christmas. Shut the fuck up. Well, you know, I can. I have a Christmas tree. I'm not a Christian. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. Merry Christmas. I, I can. You know? I, I can see that analogy because if you look at old business model and um, old ways of doing business, yeah. Why would you build a third Death Star? Because you're, yeah, exactly. you're stuck in the past. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah you're like, well, but the first two Star. didn't work, but yeah, this third one, I'm telling you, we got to right. build another Death Star. And, gonna, and still yeah. leave a crack in the yeah. 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 And yeah. let's leave just an opening on the surface where they can get in and yeah. blow it all up. Because it's still <laughs> like, you know, uh, governments are being toppled by social media. Uh-huh. Look what happened in the mm-hmm. Ukraine. Look what happened in the Arab Spring several years ago. Right. Like, that's the world is, is completely changing. There's a, comp- like, let's go to... the the internet is is democratizing everything. Right. Uh, provided you have a free access to internet. Provided you have a free access to anything. I'm reading this book called Abundance, mm-hmm. which is about basically how uh, technology, all of this gloom and doom we're all watching. Part of it is that's how where the human brain is sort of programmed. Right. And part of it is 
That's uh, what the internet's reporting. That's well, that's what the media company because that's yeah. be, that gets better ratings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody getting along and finding a solution doesn't get good ratings. Well, there were shades of that theme in Tomorrowland too, right? Where no matter what we do, it's uh, pe- people want to head towards their own destruction as a species. Right. Ah, mm-hmm. Look at that. And and this book abundance Disney goes, movie also. Yeah. <laughs> How ironic <laughs> that they saw it first. We're heading towards our own demise. Let's yeah, so buy a that. toy when you're, <laughs> yeah, yeah. as we're going downhill. <laughs> Though it's interesting that Disney actually didn't have a front label on that. Did you notice no, that? No, no. Yeah, which is just Lucasfilm. Yeah. yeah, which is like, is that the power of the negotiated agreement? Or yeah. does Disney want to go, uh, we're pretending we're not part of this? No, they lost that negotiation. So. Oh, that they got, if they wanted the rights to this, I bet you that was like page Because they needed one. the merchandising rights, and Lucas still has that. Yes, and so he said, like, yeah, well, that. you want a taste of the toys? Guess whose name goes up top? <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's, not the mouse. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. <laughs> you don't want it? I don't give a shit. I can make these myself. Exactly. Um, in my little crafty shop. Yep, you're paying me billions of dollars, and my right. name is up front. <laughs> um, <laughs> But no, I think I think what you're seeing is 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 there's this transformation that that's happening. Yeah, is like, and one of this this again this book abundance is bringing up like there's ways of water purification and cheap internet and computers to the and it's changing economies in the third world. It's right. changing and they're showing how this domino effect like just coming up with clean water filtration in like a poor uh, African country changes the whole economics because now. The women don't have to walk five miles each right. way to find clean water. It, it frees them up for childcare and right. other jobs. It's amazing what it's doing. So it's, and they're like, the world, they're not like dis- so How does that relate to Tatooine? <laughs> well, I'll tell you <laughs> why. Well, he's going to bring it together. <laughs> People are having an awakening. A force awakening. Mm-hmm. People are having an awakening inside of them. And that's what this movie is all about. A so- stormtrooper who was taken from birth, right. mm-hmm. trained to be a stormtrooper without anything else, somewhere inside him said, I wanted, this isn't right. I would love to see that story, but I didn't think I saw enough of that story. I see a little thing like, oh, I'm- You're getting little hints of it. A little yeah. hints of it, but I, but basically, this is like New Hope, where he was having trouble with the structure until he realized it was the droid story. And you're following R2 and C-3PO throughout the whole movie. Now I'm doing the same thing. I'm following B, B-88, BB-8. Mm-hmm. I'm following BB, it's BB-8 story again. Why isn't it Finn's story? Because then I would follow Finn as a guy who awakens that he's part of the. Well, I, 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 saw, I didn't see. It. I saw it more as Ray's and Finn's story. That's how I saw them. Really, I'm following the robot all the way through because he has <laughs> no, plans I, and I everybody's around and chasing. You know what? The, I, I will say this: this well, you movie. You look at human beings. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the it, damn it was, robot. It was partially Ray's story for sure, but because we have it's so crowded, it's like an Avengers movie. We have so many <laughs> exactly. characters to follow and watch. It was also Han Solo's story too, when, right? you, when you look at it. Yeah, um, but. But what I think is interesting when you when you look at the way this is presented as um, like a new beginning, um, as far as like the force awakens, like you're talking about like the force is awakening, the goodness is awakening, but you have a villain also is trying to stop that. Mm-hmm. And that's what's really interesting. It's like, is the force awakening the dark side too? Is it just the light or right. is it the light's awakening so the dark is trying to snuff it out? Like, right. So you look at all these interesting... Um, Components like I would have liked to have seen, you know, getting into like how it could have been different from A New Hope. 
Like, there was always tension between, like, the Empire and, like, the Sith Lords and Darth Vader and stuff. Or, like, you know, your cra- crazy yeah, religion. Yeah, yeah. We don't need that. Right. I would have liked to have seen more of that. Like, well, maybe the Sith Lords and the Dark Side, they don't need the Empire anymore. Maybe they're going and doing their own thing. Or right. maybe they're they're at odds. Yeah. The, and, the Empire's management and the Sith right. Lords are the pure, <laughs> yeah. pure dark evil. It's just like, like, we don't need management. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So you, you wonder, too, is was it necessary for them even to, like, continue to work together if they have different goals and needs anyway and right. uh, i think there's more stories to be explored there like the dark side the light side and why do you need this industrial complex behind it if ultimately you have all this power and this religion and so i think I, I, right. here's here's what i'm doing i'm i'm going to i'm holding off everything for this next movie okay I'm glad J.J. Abrams isn't directing it. Absolutely. Because that was too. my problem with the second Star Trek. Yeah. The first one, I was like, great reboot. Look at that. New life in the franchise. Right. And the second one, I was like, oh, man. Why did you make this thing? What the fuck is this thing? Yeah. Ryan Where's Johnson, the- who did the movie uh, Brick, which oh, is a fantastic movie. I love that movie. Yeah, he's, doing, movie. he's doing the next he one? He's doing Looper. the next one. Ah. He also did Looper. Mm. Yeah, which yeah. I liked Looper. I like Looper. I like Brick more. Brick is a, Brick is a better movie. Yeah, Brick, yeah, is yeah. A, yeah. Brick is is one of the more inventive, interesting films yeah. to come yeah, yeah. out in the last 10, 20 years. And he based it on... Uh, um, uh, noir movies. No, but noir books. And noir there's a guy called uh, Con- Continental no. Ops. Oh, really? Uh, no, what's the guy? His character's called Continental Ops, and it's written by... Uh, Dashinal, Dashinal, Dash... Hammer? Uh, yeah, who wrote Dash, Dash Hammer? Oh, come on. Uh, he, you know, he lived here in L.A. and he was Dash, Dashnell. That's his first name. Why can't I think of this? Anyway, there was this character called Continental Ops and his only skill, he wasn't a great detective, not really bright, not fast on his feet, but he could be punched in the head continually and still stay standing. <laughs> that was his one skill. So anytime he got close to solving the crime, just goons would come and keep punching him. Dashnell Hammett. Dashnell Hammett. Hammett. That's it. Hammer was close. Hammett. Yes. <laughs> and and his character Continental Ops, and what that was what Brick was based on was Continental, oh okay. He was Continental Ops, a guy who could just get continually punched, put pummels, still yeah. crawl his way up and yeah. stand up. And now say, I, I will say one of the smartest things that J.J. Abrams and the Dis- Disney executives did is they brought Lauren casting back right and, and if you can see like some of the screenwriting it well, was of course i can i it, could see actual photocopy pages yeah, yeah. of what he wrote but you also saw if you look at some of jj abrams's other works um they're a little loose with facts and stories and plotals especially god the second star trek movie it's Absolutely. like you could drive yeah, trucks yeah. through those yeah. and that wasn't so even i star really trek. think i really think lawrence kasdan tightened everything up a little bit as i watched it the second time i noticed like there was a lot of um Plot things, there were still holes, of course, right. but there were still some stuff that was tied up a little bit more neatly than J.J. Abrams usually allows, mm-hmm. um, because he doesn't have that attention to detail as far as storytelling goes that some of these other um, artists do. And I really was appreciative of that fact, that they took the time to kind of wrap up some of these things and make this a more logical progression. Right. They because, sat heavy on the logic. Yes, and which really? I which I loved, without Me talking too. about midi-chlorins and trade agreements. But one, <laughs> one thing I will say with the spoiler up is uh, when I first saw the film, and this is how important sound is, when I first saw the film in IMAX, um, at the end of the film where... Um, Finn has been decimated basically by the lightsaber by Kylo Ren. Right. They bring his body back. And I actually, I didn't hear some of the other audio. Like you hear in the background, oh, we have a heartbeat. 
I never heard that. Oh, you didn't? Never heard that. So oh. I actually thought he was dead the first view uh, around. <laughs> oh my because God. then when Ray is sees him on the table, I didn't hear the beeping of like the heart monitor. Oh, no. So, so just I just saw, the forehead yeah, of I just saw it and saying, oh, we'll see each other again sometime. <laughs> Thinking in heaven, we'll see each other again. Oh, no. So, but when I heard the sound the second time, I realized, oh, no, he's, he's just in a bad way. And he's, he's going to yeah, yeah, come, yes. come back. So mm-hmm. this is why I... Ryan Johnson is writing the screenplay. Oh, he is too. Or he has mm-hmm. written it. They're okay. in production right With now. With Lawrence Kasdan? Nope. Oh. Really? Interesting. The writers. Ryan Johnson screenplay, George Lucas characters. Those are the credits for Star wow. Wars Episode Eight. I wonder if that'll change, though. Um, or is that just the ones credited and maybe there was a, another boatload of script doctors punching it up? There's always maybe. people in the I back. I don't know. But, okay. here's, but here's the thing, because this is, this is why I'm holding... And if, if this next one... It's like Empire Strikes Back. Then I'll be. Then I'll have all of the things you just said. Then I will literally just go. All right. But but the fact that the movie ended with Ray seeing Luke Skywalker, which was awesome, right? And it was different from A New Hope, right? Mm -hmm. You know, The New Hope was the medals, and they are all wearing, they're all cleaned up, and Mm. the big ceremony, right? Right. She finds him. They and they plant all these seeds. It's a great shot too, because you also never see him take the lightsaber. It's literally it ends with her, her hand outreached, presenting it to him. And right, he doesn't even move. Well, so, yeah. so there's the, there's talk in the movie of maybe Luke went to go find this hidden original Jedi temple. Yes. What the fuck is that? Yeah. I can't wait to know what that is. I yeah, want to yeah. know what happened the last 30 years. So okay. he, he tried to try- Let me give you some insight on this because okay. we watch Star Wars Rebels. This is the okay. animated show ah. that is on Disney and it happens right before A New Hope. That's the timeline that it's on. Okay. And this is after all the Jedi were pretty much wiped out. Okay. Um, there are Jedi temples hidden throughout the galaxy and oh. that's where the Jedis would go to complete their training. And it would be like the tree that um, Luke went into once. Like it was right, all right. psychological, all different trainings. And right. so they said some Jedis would die and they would never complete this final training. And they're hidden. So only a Jedi can actually gain access to them. Oh, The dark, like dark Lord can't find it. Well, isn't that supposed to be where she found the lightsaber under that bar in the first place? And you had that weird well, that was a little, thing? That, that was, was definitely like a bit of a cop out. Like, how did you get this lightsaber? That's a good question for another time. Yeah, I know. No, uh, I kind of no. want to hear it now. Exactly. Yeah. And why is this completely unprotected in a bar full of criminals? <laughs> like, like right. anybody can just walk down there. Hey, look at this! I got a lightsaber. Like, and, there, and then she has like sort of like, hey, there's a bunch of like eight weird images, and then she's sort of like, oh, like what? They seem disconnected, unless that's going to refer to the next movie. Well, that's oh. the thing. I I liked all that. That was enough different for me mm. to excuse the kind of rebooting. And I understand the rebooting because what if like I. I've talked, it's, it's funny. <laughs> it My yoga funny. teacher on Saturday. <laughs> she's like, what are you, you know, what are you doing tonight? I was like, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go see Star Wars again. She goes, God, I haven't seen any, I don't know anyone in there. Well, I know who Darth Vader is, but I don't know anyone else. She goes, do I need to see all the other ones to see this? I go, not, not really. really. I go, all of the cool inside jokes, him throwing a Finn in the Millennium Falcon, taking the training ball and just chucking that. Yeah. That was a great joke for all of us. Right. The mm-hmm. 3D chess was a great joke for all of us. Right. But you don't need that. You don't need that. And I said you could, and, and I think that's why you sort of need to reboot it a little bit. Because you need- There's to, a new generation that hasn't seen it. You need it, and you need to wipe away this midichlorine bullshit. <laughs> yeah, and that was successful. That was that. successful. Was, absolutely. Because it should that. be all about- And the practical effects looked great. 
They look a lot of really the, good. Yeah, it should be all about the, the the reason why I don't necessarily agree with what Alec Guinness said is every human being has a struggle between good and evil within them. Okay. And what is going to bring out the good and what is going to bring out the evil? And we all have choices to make in our lives. We right. all are confronted with good and evil. That's why this story is still relevant. I don't feel like it's, oh, we're still just going through the old shit again. I feel like it's a story and every kid, every young person needs to know this good story. Good and evil struggle. Needs to know, and, 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 right. because, Fair argument. Because but- when I saw this, when we saw this when we were kids... That story had been told a million times yes, before. Right? It is mm. classic story structure, you know, the yeah, hero's yeah. journey, for sure. For sure. But mm. it also, the the whole, the original trilogy, as I was growing up and was like a kid that, you know, I had a temper and would fight and stuff <laughs> like that. And my mom used it as like the dark, don't go to the dark side, remember? You know, like, mm. uh, really? and I think that's important. That and that's important. why, okay. that's why I, 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 you don't think that we're watching the same thing? We're stuck in a culture thirty years old that uh, we're perpetual, uh, no, adolescent it, teenagers. Well, if, all if, of us on skateboards it, still. No, I think if it's evil more... goes away, then this movie's irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, to my no. knowledge, it's still happening. I, I think it, I think it's still tapping into that basic um, hero's journey, Joseph Conrad mythology. However, I will agree that it tapped into it in a much more superficial way. This because time. it was a pastiche photocopy correct, of the first one. Correct. I but think that if I they I don't deny that. But okay. I just... I, just okay. I don't deny that. Good, I'm that's just, all I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> agree, but I just found it forgivable. Oh, you, you did? Know? Yeah. Because you were so angry at the prequel, so it, that's why. Well, half, and then other half because yes. it was the nostalgia of seeing my favorite characters on screen again. I guess And so. remembering my childhood seeing the first movie. Oh, okay. So let's get into some specifics here. Right. Yes. First, okay... A thousand plot holes by one joke. What do you do on the Death Star? I'm a sanitation guy. Why was that joke put in there? That's the lamest joke. Now all these questions. Why is the sanitation guy down as a, with the military weapons shooting right. people? Why? How does the sanitation guy know the entire infrastructure of the entire Death well, Star? Every stormtrooper has a second job. That's, you know, <laughs> Everyone in the Army not, knows how to fire a weapon. Yeah. Everyone yeah. in the Army know, goes through yeah. basic training. So, and so they go out and they're the ones being know, uh, like... The, who cleans the latrines on the base? Uh, the sanitation engineer. <laughs> They okay. still have weapons, right? <laughs> oh, my God. It, it was the lamest joke stuck in there. Yeah. And then all of the, all of that does open up a thousand plot holes. And it does make it dumb, like, well, dumb. It should you should be saying that all stormtroopers are raised to be w- combat. Right. Right. Like, that's, that's, that, that's their sole well, that's purpose. That's true. There, right. was no, um, there was no scene in 300 where they were the Spartans were cleaning out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this guy. Yeah. 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 Those Spartans, yeah, they have yeah, one purpose. Yeah, yeah. Hey, catering. Hey, <laughs> catering. <laughs> hey, could I get an industrial engineer in here? Yeah, exactly. Who's balancing the books on yeah. this battle? There's got to be a spreadsheet guy, right? <laughs> right. Hey, where's human resources? We need some more. <laughs> I worked in HR on the desktop. Yeah. <laughs> Where do I go to get a new shield? Yeah, so yeah. it's Linda's birthday. Who brings the cake? Is it HR or... I can't work with Harry anymore. <laughs> and lock up. If I could get a transfer. This is really hard. Lock up. He's an asshole. He's Let's an call asshole. him what it is. Come on. I you know, out. he's such a dick. Why don't you send him down to the fucking landing party? Yeah. Maybe he'll get a stray laser through the face. You know what I'm saying, HR? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there you go. That's one specific right. I had to get at. There 
there was the, there was one thing that I, I think actually there was two. Now you were a little more forgiving at this. I, I thought part of the mythology is there's a lot of training that goes into being a Jedi with a lightsaber and stuff. I thought mm-hmm. even though her powers were awakening, I thought she picked up the lightsaber battling a little too little quickly. pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, but, but you again, knew she could kick ass because you saw her in the first. Exactly. So that's that, why I think that's like a, a stick, right? So, uh, that's yeah. a bow. That's yeah. a weapon. But I, I still feel like a lightsaber is a very specific weapon where you need special training for it. But you yeah. know, it's forgivable. The other the thing that I didn't like, the, there was one thing that did stick out for sure, was then when they came back from the mission, Han Solo has been killed, and you see the shot of uh, Chewbacca just walking right past uh, Leia, mm-hmm. and then she goes to uh, Rey instead. I thought, you know, they've known each other for quite some time. If Han died, there'd be some kind of interaction between Chewbacca and Leia. Right. Um, so you don't know how Wookiees deal with grief. Exactly. You, you saw don't know the 75 Christmas special, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> on their happy sure life day. Yeah. <laughs> there was grief. <laughs> 1978, to yes. be specific. Oh, yeah, right. We just screened and, it at the Improv yes, a week and ago. If you, saw, if you were there at the Improv, you saw it with us. So bad. It's so yeah. bad. It's unbelievable. It's mind-boggling. It's, yeah. It's unwatchable. Because yeah. it's... There's it, 20 minutes of, of Wookiee talk. The little kid waiting for dad to come home. That, who's that poor midget in that outfit oh, that has yeah. to do all and the And then so he's going to watch a TV show with Harvey Corman doing an alien cooking show. It's fucking insane. It is like an LSD fever dream. Well, right. this is what they said. This is the beginning of cocaine affecting scripts. Was this? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You can see it in the history of Hollywood. But but that that's a good point. The one scene though that I was okay with was then they did cut to Chewie just sitting on a ship, and he suddenly it all sort of sinks in because right. this is the sort of um, it happens during battle. So during battle, there's no time to grieve. There's no time to like, mm. oh my God. It's when the battle's over and you you stop and go, oh my God. God. Yeah, that was really traumatic. You know? Um, but so, ha- however, okay, so speaking of grieving, the entire uh, planet of uh, fully populated Republic wiped out by the first, not a single person goes, Wow! Oh, that's I feel a horrible thing in the forest. Remember when Alderaan blew yeah. up? They mentioned it over and oh, over. Oh yeah, and Here, they blow up an entire thing, and, and it wasn't like, just one planet. We're like, well, we got to up the stakes. We've got to do the entire system now. Yeah, yeah. they took out six planets. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. And then nobody goes, "Geez, that that's really oh my god!" I had friends on that planet. Yeah, Not, none of that ever happens. It's just like no one saw oh. them building this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. and what's her name? Little I call her uh, little female Yoda. The, oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah! In the down the, the big big, big goggles, big yeah. Goggles. yeah, yeah. Goggles. So she's been owner. there for th- a thousand years, and for a thousand years, the empire hasn't blown up her shit. But, today, but today they just <laughs> wiped it out, man. <laughs> just fucking get that bar. She yeah. didn't have any defense, defense, or how would she survive this long? Right. Because it's every ne'er do well and badass right, in the universe right. hanging out at the bar. You think there's going to be a bar fight? Yep. It's like yeah. a biker bar without a shotgun under the must bar. must have been like <laughs> some kind of neutral <laughs> ground, that planet. Um, uh, but but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that was one of the things. I don't think you needed another Death Star, you know, and watching it blow up a bunch of planets. Like, I think there would have been another way to tell that story I a little bit. Agree. Um, but again, it was, it was forgivable for the first time. Um, one of the things I really liked to was the introduction of the new characters. I thought they were introduced in a really organic way, like yeah. all of them. One of them's already a pilot, so you already see him on a mission. Right. One of them is scavenging, and then she looks at the old woman who was also scavenging, thinking, oh my God, this is what my life is going to end up being. Right. And, then, and then she likes, you know, gets taken away like Luke into the adventure. And then somebody who turns their back on all this conditioning, like, right. you know, the stormtrooper. So I thought that was a really cool way to introduce these, these three new characters. Then Kylo mm. Ren, too, although I have a question... Uh, 
Um, why did Kylo Ren keep punching himself towards the end of the battle, the last battle? Because <laughs> that that is a a thing when you're in pain and stuff like that. You you uh, it's a martial art movie. I thought that was that spoo stupid. Uh, there's a Zen martial art thing where you punch your own wound, and that kicks adrenaline uh, oh. and uh, all these things out in your brain. So well, that, you know, I'm glad we had Dean on because I don't think any other guest could have explained that. <laughs> <laughs> there is a thing, yeah. Punch the, your wound. Punch yeah. your wound and it, your brain releases all the uh, pain relieving. Kylo Ren, and, wound puncher. <laughs> <laughs> I, my ancient Sith training tells me to punch my mo- wounds. All right, so let's get it. Let's get into. Right. I really liked, I mean, well, the kid in me did not like watching Han Solo die. No. Either my childhood either. was taken away that, from me. That hurt. Uh, that, that hurt. Nobody that lives hurt. forever. Nobody lives forever. As a as a moviegoer, as someone who talk, like talks about movies as a as film structure, it was really it was good. I cried though. I had to. It was resonant. I was bummed to watch that and how he died, um, but not bummed in the sense that I I was like, oh, this ruined the movie for me. I was just like, I thought it was good. I thought it needed to happen. Yeah. Aside from Han, from Harrison Ford's like. <laughs> I don't want to play Han Solo and do this. Get me out of this franchise. Yeah, he says that every single movie. Like he wanted to be killed off in the first one. But now, but now he's now he is dead, and and how it happened was just sort of brutal. The fact that he was killed by his own son, his son who is conflicted with good and evil. Mm -hmm. Right. But the evil is winning at the moment. At the moment, and uh, so I smell the third one already spelt out. (laughs) (laughs) At this at, at this point, I'd like to see him. Stay evil. At well, yeah, because he's yeah. going to complete his training with uh, right, right. Gollum. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah evil guy. with with Andy Gollum. With yeah. Andy Gollum, <laughs> King Kong. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Andy Gollum, King Gollum, Kong. Voldemort Kong. Yeah. Is that, exactly <laughs> that guy. And they said, yeah, get this guy to complete his training. They're going to come back more evil. Get uh, defeated. He's going to become good. Find the light. And save the. Han Solo was the kind of character too. Like you know, the kid in me too. My wife felt the same way. Is like you kind of want to see him just at, like a cowboy go off into the sunset. I don't want to know what happens to him after that. Like the fact that you know it was resonant and you see him get killed, but. Part of me like still wanted to go. You know, I, I didn't want to see him get killed. I wanted to see him go off into the sunset and just never see him again. That would have yeah. been fine. The thing I wanted to see, um, and this this does play to your point, Dean. Of it was a little too much like a New Hope, right? I kind of was hoping to see him, kind of like this old general, and then get pulled back into smuggling and the fight and the fight and everything like that. Like I kind of wanted to see him have been rewarded for the things that he's done. General Solo. Yeah. He's general Mm -hmm. solo because he's got battle experience. He knows the thing and all that. Yeah. And now, but going back and being still a smuggler for crying out loud, it's like, Hey guys, I got your money. Jesus, man, you're 70 years old. Where's your retirement plan? I I, I think the, um, the conceit for that was, that you know, after things blew up with his son, you know, they have the conversation. Okay. We all went back to what we were good at. I'm like, well, actually, no, you were pretty good at being a general. General, uh, yeah. You're but looking... I think it was that kind of weird comfort. Um, but the funny thing is, you see him go back to being a bad smuggler. <laughs> like you see him, yeah. like he's yeah. not paying anyone. Yeah, and, exactly. And, you know, when were you ever good at smuggling? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. According to the thing, you were always a bad smuggler. Yeah. But so, so, and I don't even know what was the other than he was never there for his kid. Why was he a bad dad for? Well, I like, think. The, the when he thing, turned to the dark side, that's, his, that split up the family. That, that to sure. me is like, and that I sort of liked because it, it was like we the, the 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 parents, 
you know, blame themselves and blame each other for why the kid, like a kid becomes a drug addict. And I mean, that could break up a family or whatever, right, like, you know, and I think the, 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 the parents sort of blamed each other. And also, you know, one of your best friends trained him. And then all of a sudden, you know, it didn't work. Yeah. So he went hey, back. Nice anyway. training, asshole. Your yeah. best friend and <laughs> right. your, well, he's your best friend and your brother-in-law. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your yeah. wife's yeah. twin brother. Right. Uh, <laughs> that guy kind of screwed that up. So that's got to be like. What's the point? That's yeah. a bad family dynamic. Yeah. That could make for some uncomfortable and, life day and meals. We're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on life day again. Oh my gosh. Sorry, yeah. Chewy. Uh, I don't I, know why we come to the treehouse year after year. <laughs> watch Harvey Corbett's yeah. show. Hey, it's the annual Harvey Corbett oh, Daily Christmas. Oh, look, he has another show. arm. <laughs> Yay, it's uh, hilarious. Now, Great. <laughs> It, it's it's really one one of the things that I didn't like about seeing Han Solo get killed, and then also having Luke only in it at the end. We got cheated of that one scene I wanted to see with Han, Luke, and Leia all together. Like you never mm. got you never got to see that. Right. Um, I don't think I end. needed that really. Re- oh, I feel like I did though. Well, no, it wasn't in the poster. I mean, everybody. Well, no. <laughs> so, the kid in me would have liked to have seen that. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Well, maybe it's going to come like the end of the oh, well, Ewoks, sure. You uh, know, party you know what? Yeah, I mean, holograms. if you count Force ghosts, maybe you know we will He's, see them all together. We're going to see Han Solo again. I think so. Either yeah. in flashbacks and right. or ghosts, right. Force right. ghosts, absolutely. Right. Going, hey man, uh, I got the Force all of a sudden. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was that thing I loved is is when she goes, is it true? And he goes. It is. Yeah, it's right. It's all he, true. And he didn't believe it. Like, yeah. so you convert. Which uh, that makes me think. Hokey old religion, religion's old yeah, man or whatever. Religion. That yeah. was great in The New Hope. And to see him now as the old guy, like, no, the force is real, man. Yeah. I saw it. I saw it all. Right. And even yeah. though he doesn't practice it, you think he would be in that time. Right. He was like, oh, okay. That did make me laugh when he said, that's not how the force works. <laughs> like when they were like, we'll just go in and use the force to shut it down. Yeah. yeah. Shut it down. Doesn't yeah. work that way. Yeah. I, I loved the him and... The, and this is now goes back to me just watching a New Hope recently. Okay, the the jokes and the banter between him and Chewie are a thousand times better than the original jokes. Really? Oh God, yeah. They're because I, they're, I. Well, they're also very dated. You know, they really they feel dated? like you're watching you know an eighty year old vaudeville comic. Yeah. You know, that's really what it feels like when you're watching those jokes together. And the New Hope. In uh, the New Hope, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And but again, it's like okay, when I I thought it was hilarious when I was. Of course, I loved yeah, it. Yeah, and right. again, yeah. then it, then. It, it establishes staff. that relationship. Right. And mm-hmm. then now we all know that relationship. And now they're like love. an old married couple, and it's yeah. hilarious. Like, yeah. I loved it's hilarious it. hilarious at that point. And I, and I love, too, like, oh, when he goes, this, you're on so, oh, this did the Kessel Run in 14 parsecs. And he, he goes, 12. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His memory, but he used to brag about, I did the Kessel Run at 12, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that, all that stuff, that stuff I liked. So now let's get into. What you didn't like. Um, no, <laughs> sorry. I thought there was. I thought that's the transition. But maybe we should get into what we think this next movie is going to have. Ah, okay. Rampant speculation. Here, here we go. Rampant, Rampant speculation. Sponsored by Casper yes. Mattresses. <laughs> when you're lying down, randomly yes. speculate about whatever the next movie. I, I think be. the first one was Han's movie. I think the second one's going to be Luke and um, the Ray's movie. I think yeah. it's going to be training. Act two is training. Yeah, and then just the, like the other, just the, Empire. You know, the Empire. Yeah, and the third yeah. movie will be the big um, showdown. Showdown. Yeah. Right, and the so. fight for good and evil, and mm-hmm. and the dark side uh, losing out. 
right. to, at the last moment, probably when he's wounded by a giant volcano that yes. melts his legs <laughs> up and crawls over some stones. Yeah, and, and, and then uh, he'll yeah. throw the ring into the volcano and then fight a dragon. <laughs> That's in Guardian the Gold of yeah. the Empire. But I think, well, let's get into some specifics. Um, <laughs> I think, and this is what I, more not more of what I think, what I want. What right. I'm hoping for is we're going to find out where Finn came from. Oh. Who did they snatch him out from? See, yeah, that would be a really great, like, I would like even a standalone story of a stormtrooper, even if it's not Finn, but standing up, realizing he's bred and cloned and forced into being a, a, a part of the evil empire and 12 just, years of stormtrooper 12 years of stormtrooper and rising up against a single guy rising up from the inside not even joining with the force or a rebel alliance but what can one guy do to stop an entire death star imperials whatever <laughs> like one ship can one guy from within take down a whole empire a la like, like kind of like an internal resistance. Kind of like an internal uh-huh. resistance, like a single freedom fighter, like inside mm-hmm. a, a an Arab Spring on an em, evil empire. And right. starting to like one by one, piece right. by piece. I also want to learn more about the um, the female stormtrooper in the silver. She was like an officer. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the general. She's, yeah, just, she's. Uh, I'm so fired. She's up from for Game that. of Thrones. Apparently, you can't make a movie now without having at least one. Actor from Game of Thrones in it now. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, they cast a lot of people in that. Thing, yeah, so, I mean, yeah. The, granted, that cast list is massive. massive. Yeah, uh, so it's gonna it's gonna yeah. weed its way through <laughs> all other movies eventually. Now, I, I don't know if you guys ever read the Star Wars comics when they came out. Um, uh, some there of them, was, yeah. There, there was an interesting side story I remember reading about how um, when Darth Vader was not necessarily well liked by the officers on one of the uh, Star Destroyers. And they actually <laughs> yeah, got- Yeah, because kept killing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's really- So they actually, the one of the plots Nobody. were, they, they started resistance, not that they wanted to overthrow the Empire, they wanted to kill Darth Vader. Oh. And I really felt like it was, it was kind of like harkened back to like, um, you know, there's speculation like with World War II of, Hitler had been assassinated or murdered. They, right. There was a failed assassination yeah. attempt. Um, 65 of them. But wow. yeah, well, there were sixty-five. Sixty-five failed wow. assassination attempts against Hitler. But the so wow. one of yeah. the theories was that if they one of those had succeeded, the war would have gone on much longer in the hands of competent generals. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so the so guy you, on meth, right? Yeah, right. So you you look at you so you look at like that kind of uh, mythology where if if you got rid of Darth Vader, would the empire have been more, more successful? So, yeah, run as um, a as smart, uh, and run as a you know efficient GE killing machine. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> GE, or as we yeah. know, General Electric. Yeah, yeah as exactly. you know, run as an actual efficient you know company. Uh, <laughs> Raytheon. Uh, so, but but you look at like uh, there's all these interesting stories to explore that some got explored in novels and comics and all that stuff. So this this is definitely a large universe well, that we can play around with. Story well, they touched on that a little bit because mm. uh, Domhnall Gleeson's character and Kylo did not they butted they were butting heads yeah. throughout yeah, yeah, the whole yeah. and I, I like that, that. I, I like that they weren't all just kowtowing like they all did sort of and I would have wanted to see more of that like why wh- do they need each other why are they why are they even working, working. together yeah they, you know uh, who and and then what's the power structure over top that it's keeping them together right other than the yeah Andy Voltmore what do we call him that guy again? yeah <laughs> King well, Kong yeah. Gollum guy I, I will <laughs> say Damo Gleason looked a little young to be the entire leader of the first order 
I could be like, you know, I would have liked to have seen maybe another Peter Cushing character, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> unless you're not a, you're not elected, you assassinate your way in, right? And that's how it's, you know that kind of yeah, alternative. That'd be, that'd be yeah. great. Everyone who runs against me gets poisoned. That's weird. <laughs> that's weird. <Yeah. laughs> we should really stop this democracy. Yeah, this is really a poisoning. I situation. think it's this movie's. This next one's going to be Luke's. I think yeah, so. a lot it has of Luke to be. and a lot of Ray. Yeah, um, and I just hope. Maybe you think Leo be in it more? She really wasn't even in this, in this one, one much. that much. You know what would but, be awesome? What if we got to see Leia? So now she's actually tapped into the Force because now remember the end of Jedi. He's like, and my sis Force runs strong. Right, my, uh, my right sister there. has it. So and maybe we'll get to see her sing again. Did she <laughs> <laughs> on Life Day? On the oh, planet. Great Life Day song. Maybe maybe B. Arthur will come yeah. in and run the cantina. <laughs> Laughs are plenty. Oh God! <laughs> oh my God! That but, that, but yeah. wouldn't you like to see Leia's like f- how she uses the Force? Right, because right. you never see her actually developing anything other than she's just a competent. <laughs> but what did she do the last thirty years? She must have developed it in some capacity. Something, mm-hmm. you know. So. She's a compa- She's obviously a very good leader. She's a good military leader. Right. So let's see her. Do that. Add the Force to yeah, that. Mix. Yeah, yeah. Cut yeah, some yeah. fuckers up with some Force yeah. shit. You know, <laughs> right. Like, Get, no. in, get up inside somebody's brain and you know, tell them <laughs> what like, to think. So there's some telekinesis yeah. over there. Yeah, why not? Come um, on. Okay, and then uh, who else then? Well, then Finn's story too. Would, would that going to parallel or how is that going to work? I would I would think... Will Finn become a general in the yes. Rebel Alliance? Or, I think so. I mean, or, I think or the, does he have the Force too and does he come full on? Do they all... Well, maybe that's what army? this is, is now it's Luke... They found, they come to this temple and he's like, okay, everyone's getting trained. Right. You know, we need a, an army of Jedi now. So you get a montage scene of everybody picking up stuff with the rocks and. I hope. Uh, really? Going into some caves. And More younglings or what did they used to, what did they call them Eye of the, the Tigers? Younglings or whatever. Oh the, yeah, the Jedi. yeah, they were all slaughtered. Yeah. I don't uh, acknowledge the prequels. The, well, yeah. <laughs> we stopped with even figuring out the, you know, the lizard, that giant lizard that was running around. In the third one, third of the prequel. And yeah. it was done by two guys in their apartment in Venice. Do you know the CG on that? Was like just emailed in, basically. They like somehow. That whole, every mo- part of that movie was emailed in. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. it was CGI yeah. piecemealed. And part of that was two guys in their apartment working in Maya. And they just graduated some art college. And they like made, they a, made a lizard. And then, yeah, made a lizard model frame and, and said, oh, yeah, could you do this? And they built it. Like basically, while in between hanging out in the beach, they they worked on Star Wars. Oh god, Prequel. that says a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> that's that's how that works. Okay, so that's our speculation. <laughs> what else? That's well. Now the there's future? also going to be all these different spinoff movies. There's been a lot of talk. There's going to oh. be a, a young Han Solo movie. Now the next movie is um, going to be about basically get, capturing the plans from the Death Star. That's uh, I think it's Rogue One or Rogue. I think it's Rogue One. Oh, right. It's called. Uh, and it's uh, basically going to be like almost like a. Uh, How R2 got it in his thing that he had. Well, the- well, like a kind of like a heist, like a almost like an old school war movie where, you know, a, a small team goes in, oh, infiltrates right. the enemy, gets the plans and comes back and, you know, it. and like destroys. Ocean's, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, and destroy. Yeah. <laughs> and then they destroy the guns of Navarro. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, they, Listen, so, Mars, his arms got to yeah. go. You distract. We'll be dressed as stormtroopers, but it'll look so, like we're taking off the bunnies. Yeah. Really? <laughs> We're taking in the money. <laughs> and then when the lights go out, we play the pre-recorded video. <laughs> Death Stars 11. <Yeah. laughs> and I, I really think 
that they're going to start playing around with tone too. Like I really think this is like the um, the entry point, but yeah. I think some of these other ones are going to be they're going to go a little darker. I think there could be some lighter in tones. There, right. There could but be. This one was pretty light in tone, though. I well, thought there was I, I think jokey. I think there's going to go darker. I yeah, think I like this so. next one's going to be. So darker you think for then sure. they're going to do what they've done with Marvel? For like sure. how there's Agents of Shield, there's the, there the are TV things. show, and all the movies, and and this is the only way that you can make these cost effective as a product locomotive. There are their blueprints. Have, yeah. yeah. You have to have, you know how Marvel's writes their things now? They meet in Burbank once a month and they go, this is the universe, so you guys go write your TV show to match this. You guys write your TV show. Movie guys do, and so you have to have like a general brain trust and it's a room of like 60, 70 writers all hearing how the Avengers universe is going to go forward and how you then have to go back to your writer's rooms in your production offices and write towards that universal goal. And if you're writing off that, if you're off the thing, you're out of the brain trust thing. If everybody's going, hey, you know, it'd be really good if Agent you know, Agent's uh, Shield. What if they all abandon this and open a? You show? go write for Fantastic <laughs> yeah. Four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> well, I think no. Fox is hiring. Yeah, exactly. No, that's I'm, great. I hope they're doing that because I like that. I like the consistency of the Marvel mm-hmm. universe, and right. that's why these. Like the Spider-Man or the Fantastic Four movies are so glaringly bad because you can tell they're not a part of that. Right. Yeah, yeah. And they're trying to get to be a part mm-hmm. of that, but because that's a lucrative uh, box car to get a your mess. Yeah. I mean, literally, like, you know, Fantastic. Just stop. Let, let go of that friend. Let go of that license, Fox. Please, yeah. just Nobody let it go. Nobody wants to see it. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let Marvel take care of it. Yeah. Uh, so I really think that uh, there's a lot here. Now, you also run the danger of you know, let's face it, the Star Wars universe is a smaller universe than the Marvel universe because sure. you've got so much. So you don't want to oversaturate. But you also have all these different markets. You have not just the films. You have these TV shows. You yeah. have video games. You have books, everything, toys, everything there. And that's been longer established, too. I mean, my yes. friend's been a, a Star Wars ranger, I think, where they fly uh, TIE fighters from planet to planet and you go on missions, but it's a group thing. And he's been doing that when... Before you couldn't fly from all you do is get off the planet and then it would just land on another planet, so you couldn't fly through space like the graphical uh, sheer bandwidth they didn't have enough of. Right. That's how long he's been on it, and they've been doing this as like originally it was just emails. We all, you know, all gather together on the planet. Blah blah blah. Oh, that's and hilarious. And so they would all do that. So there were these rangers. So they were basically were together for a text adventure. <laughs> a one text point. adventure. Yes. Literally. And then it got to graphical, and then right. now it's like full graphical motion. They just released, like, yeah, the uh, another like online one. I think it's Battlefront, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's, it's, supposed, that's to be, supposed to be. It's huge. And yeah. they say it's like watching New Hope, but you're in it. You're directing right. it, and you're shooting. So it's like you're in New Hope. That's how with a bunch of other people playing. At the yeah, same yeah. Time. It'll mm-hmm. apparently look so amazing that. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful, especially if like that's I your said, new hope. DeanHaglin.com, ah! <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but yeah, I think, I, and I'm very, I'm very excited with Ryan Johnson involved in the. Uh, Ryan Johnson is, yeah, the one that I would say I'm hanging everything on. Because I'm, I'm hope my 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 new. Hope. I'm a little more skeptical, but <laughs> really? okay, I'm, I'm hoping it. it turns I'm out really well. hoping they went okay. Kind of need to reboot a little bit, mm-hmm. add some new people, but then the second one, let's go in. Com- in let's do some completely new shit. Right. Yeah. And, and and take the pipe we already laid out because you have right. It's so and it's kind of it open habit. Yeah. Right. yeah. 
And so what is Jedi training? What does that mean? What is your new What are these phone? temples like? What are the whole, uh, what's your- Are there more Jedis in hiding? Right, and then how bad is the Sith? Does the Sith have hidden temples and all that right. sort of thing? Mm-hmm. You can all come on on that. And where are all these, stor- like, where are they farming these stormtroopers? Where's like, this clone farm? Yeah. How yeah. many Andy Circus people are there? Yeah, where you've exactly. got the guys with clefts in their head. Like, is that a new race of people or is yeah, that right. just one guy? I mean, are they just raising stormtroopers just like slaves? Like, just- for slaughter, yeah, because yeah, we know that we're just going to send you out. And what happened to the clone army in the prequel? Why, why didn't we use that? Those robots? Because I think they mentioned that at one yeah, point. Yeah, well, maybe we should go back to using clones. Yeah, yeah right. Mm-hmm. It's just like ah, maybe that there's still a machine putting those things out somewhere. Right. So you know, all of that. Not that I want to see the clone army again. That was like. A CGI. Nobody wants to see that. I wanted, I wanted <laughs> to see it when Alec Guinness told oh, we fought together in the Clone Wars. Like, I, that's yeah. when I went, oh, this will be awesome. And the prequels came out, and I went, I don't ever want to hear about that again. <laughs> yeah. I don't ever want to hear about <laughs> that. Ever again. Um, awesome. So, all right. Anything okay, else? There we go. What else? Anything else from this? I think you we covered to... a fair amount of it, for if sure. If you're in Sydney, come see me every Monday night at the uh, 505 venue, the theater, old theater, 505, on 5 Eliza Street, Newtown, New South Wales. I'm doing my paper laugh show. If you're not, if you don't laugh, you don't pay. That's I love this concept. Absolutely, <laughs> I'll be improvising um, any TV show you can name. I'll improvise it live on stage. And you, um, how many? What's your cast like? You have a bunch of other. No, I just got me. It's a one man improvise show and oh, audience wow. members. Oh, so that's I awesome. So I drag them out, and then they give you the show, and then I roughly uh, sort of reiterate its entire seasonal how it structurally was laid out and then actually improvise it on stage trying to do it to the best of my memory ability oh, that sounds great <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and if you hate it uh-huh. you don't pay you don't okay. pay <laughs> exactly no, no harm no foul that's exactly cool. yeah that's great. and we're gonna see you when does the new x-files series start uh the big show january 24th is the very first episode uh the lone gunman or somewhere down the line maybe Fourth or fifth episode. But there's only like ten episodes, right? Six. Oh, sorry. And this will be on where? Where can people see it? Fox. Fox. It's a Fox thing, but it's also, where's it showing worldwide? Probably Sky Network and uh, Fox Tell, as we call it, down under. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they own the phone company, too, down there. That's Rupert Murdoch's old hometown. Mm. So He knows how to. Guy knows how to market. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So there you go. So awesome. check that out in DeanHaglin.com. You were right all along. Thanks, <laughs> and we'll be seeing more articles, too. Yes. I mean, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got a great movie theater right around the corner from my place. Serves beer. Yeah. Wow. A little beer holder right there. Well, when, that's Australia. Yeah, yeah I know. Right? Do anything you can't go anywhere. The grocery store beer. It'd be normal. Beer. Yeah. I mean, if you would have said, there's a movie theater that doesn't serve beer. That would be like, that's crazy. I know. We were walking with my camera, no less, by a a little kid's park, swings, a seesaw, the whole thing. And then it said, no alcohol permitted. And there's the family with the kids all drinking beer right in front of the side. I I wish I had my camera. Patty goes, you do have your camera. (laughs) Like, I can't take a picture of the family drinking beer. That's just wrong. Right in front of the sign, it says, no alcohol permitted. (laughs) So funny. So there you go. All right. Well, I love it. Cool. Uh, what else we got going? I'm I'm headlining Hawaiian Brian's in beautiful uh, Honolulu, Hawaii. When's uh, that? That's January 16th. Come on. So uh, oh, that'll be fun. That'll be my that's my yearly trip out there to do. So that'll be a going lot surfing of fun. as well. Go. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there surfing out there in Hawaii? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe we'll see. <laughs> 
Um, as I say, the, when I go there, it's a surf trip that has a comedy show. Uh, yes. This yeah, is not yeah. a comedy tour. This is a right. surf trip that has a comedy show. show afterwards. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Um, well, we've got a lot of stuff coming up this year for sure. We're going to be redoing the website. We've got a lot of new articles coming. And obviously, we're um, getting very, very close to finishing earbuds. So yep. we're getting really, wow. really close. Dangerously close. Yes. We're, we're still Music working on done. sound and um, color correction. But then we're going to be starting featurettes for the DVD. We're going to be a lot of cool bonus stuff on the DVD. Yeah. Fantastic. And mm-hmm. well, which will also, when we sell it as a download, there will be an additional uh, bonus download that you can yes. take. So it's not just limited to the DVD. Yeah, so you'll still be able to see that. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you to everybody that came out to the shows I did in uh, Irvine uh, last week and no. San Diego. Did Douglas movies down there, which was fun. So yeah, check it out and you know, like us, like, like us, good reviews, all that stuff helps. Yeah, it definitely does. Good reviews on iTunes and uh, you know, then spread the word, get other people to listen. Yeah. And like we said, you know, spend $20 with us once a year and many of you guys have done that and we really yes. appreciate it. The store was good. A lot of you guys had Christmas shopping with us. Thank you so much. Some of you are still doing Christmas shopping. God We're seeing in the customer me. notes uh, <laughs> that you're sending stuff to friends going, um, Merry belated Christmas yeah, and that's fine. We'll get them out. Sounds good to mm-hmm. us. Uh, All right, guys, this was Star Wars Force Awakens spoiler app number 40. By your request. By your request. (laughs) This is the only movie we've ever reviewed twice. (laughs) Two full episodes. There's over like three and a half hours of content dedicated to this film. Look Mm -hmm. at that. Um, Fantastic. So thank you so much, Dean Haglett. Thank you, guys. As I'll be in town next year. Right. We'll do it again. <laughs> we'll see you again. <laughs> or when you're in Sydney, come we'll, on by. We'll come yes. back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We'll come back for Sydney. We'll we'll screen earbuds down there. Yep. Awesome. Um, all right. My name is Graham Elwood, and I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han, Han shot, shot first. first. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> True story.